Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. Welcome to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Here, we dive into topics that reach far beyond the salon. I'm your host, Misty Jane. I'm a life and money coach for stylists who are obsessed with personal growth. I help you enhance your mindset around money, build a business that lights you up, and create a life of peace. Me and my guests are on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Want to join me? Then you're in the right place. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Today, we have another episode of how... Carson got her financial shit together. This is an episode where I am talking to one of my past one-on-one clients, and we are talking all about why she chose to hire a money coach, what she got out of it, how it felt, what goals did she hit, all of the things. I love opening up these conversations to you because a lot of times people are like, what the hell is a money coach? What does that even mean? Do you just teach me how to budget? These conversations give you an inside scoop on what it looks like to work with me and what it looks like after we're done working together. Because at the end of the day, I want you to know how to coach yourself through all of the money things that are going to come up in your life because it is a journey. It is not a destination. So I want to thank Carson for coming on, being open and honest about her money story. And if you're listening to this and one-on-one coaching sounds right for you, my applications are back open for May. I take one new one-on-one client a month. So go ahead, click on the application, apply, let's hop on a call. Let's see if you are a good fit for one-on-one coaching and let's help you get your financial shit together as well. Please enjoy this conversation. We're talking about our money journeys. We're talking about vulnerability. And we're even talking a little bit about social media trolls. So enjoy. Hi, Carson. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on and having a little money conversation. You know, my favorite. (laughs) Of course. Thanks for asking me. Now, I want you to tell the listeners who you are and what you do. Sure. Um, I'm a hairstylist. I work in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, and I'm a color specialist. I focus mostly in like doing vivids and blonding and things like that. Which I love your hair right now. <laughs> Thank you. I see like my favorite color in there. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> yeah, I had it natural for a minute and I was like, no. Too boring. <laughs> yeah, it was. Okay. So we worked together one-on-one for six months and mm-hmm. I want to kind of talk a little bit, not necessarily just about working with me, but just your kind of money journey and your money story in general. So talk to me a little bit about what made you want to hire a money coach in the first place. Sure. Um, yeah. So right around the time I hired you, my partner, Ben and I, we had just moved into like a really fortunate living situation where we didn't have to pay rent. Um, and I somehow was like the most broke I had ever been. And I was like, I'm paying like significantly less money than I was a couple months ago. Where is all of it going? And, um, I just was like so stressed and I had like debts I was trying to pay off. And like my goal living in this house was that I was going to be able to quickly pay off that debt, like no problem. And none of it was going to the debt. And I just like completely lost track of it. So I was like, okay, it's time. I need some help. Um, I need to like have someone just help me see where it's all going and like what to do with it. Yeah, that's so common. I mean, I think that kind of goes into the conversation of like, I wish I could make more money and it would like fix all my money problems. But yeah. like, if you don't have that foundation and you don't know where it's going and you don't know what's coming in, like you're just going to keep spending. Like you could win the lottery tomorrow. And mm-hmm. if you don't know what you're doing with the money you have now, like that is not going to, I think it's, what is it? 75% of people who win the lottery, like end up worse off than they were beforehand. Oh my God, that's so bad. I mean, think about it like now, knowing what you know now, do you understand why? Yeah, totally. It'd be so easy to do. Yeah. Yep. For sure. So, okay. So money is like a scary topic for a lot of people. Were you kind of scared to talk about it at the beginning or were you just like ready to dive in? Um, I think I was kind of past the fear part. Um, I was, I like, I definitely went through a period of embarrassment and like, I wasn't honest with myself or like anyone around me, what my finances were. Um, So I think like when I actually started working with you, I was just feeling ready. Um, My fear was like investing in myself more than talking about it was like actually making the commitment to like spend money when money was my problem. Like that was, that was really difficult for me. (laughs) That is difficult, I would say, for 95% of the people who hire me. Now, do you feel like that was kind of part of the transformation? Like, did you feel, do you feel like you learned something from doing that or not necessarily? Yes, I do. Um, I I think it's helped me, like, understand how important investing in myself is Mm -hmm. um, because I'm, like, way better off for it now. I actually, like, know how to have plans for myself with my money. I am like not afraid to talk about it anymore. Um, And I just like, even if I have unexpected expenses, I like know what to do in those stressful situations instead of just panicking and shutting down. Um, So yes, just it helped me learn to invest in myself and how important that is. Yes. I love that. So I always say that, like, I mean, I think we get caught up in what we're going to lose. Right. So like, we're like, Oh my God, it's going to cost like this much money. It's going to be thousands of dollars. Well, that's scary. I'm scared to lose thousands of dollars when I wish I had thousands of dollars, but what we don't realize is what we can gain. So it's like, okay, well I can exchange this money and I'm going to gain this like lifelong information. And I think sometimes that gets really fuzzy. You know, it's like, all right, I'm paying this much for six months instead of thinking I'm paying this much for like the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So with money being, oh, go ahead. 
Oh, I was just going to say, like, I think my brain automatically goes to worst case scenario, too. Um, and like the worst case usually isn't what's going to happen. Um, so I had someone tell me one time they were like, just start thinking about the best case scenario and be just as dramatic about thinking about that as you are with the worst case. And that has been like super life changing advice, too. It is so true. Well, we all do it. Like, yeah, I think when we realize that 90%, I'm saying a lot of percentages this time, but <laughs> like 90% of our thoughts are false, yeah, which is wild. Mm-hmm. So if we can go, okay, well, what am I going to lose? Or, okay, like, what is the worst case scenario? Okay. But what if it does work out? Sometimes that's just as scary. I realized like I had a fear of success because yeah. I was like, oh, well, what if I do like have like hundreds of stylists come and apply for one-on-one coaching? What if I don't have time? What if I, what if I, you know, don't have enough capacity? And it like almost stopped me from wanting to continue when it's like, oh my God. So a fear of failure and a fear of success are almost equally like, like mm-hmm. hard to maneuver. Um, but I think looking at the best case scenario is all, or making a plan for the worst case scenario, which I believe we right. did. Yeah, that too. Yeah. That's important too. Is like, if you have this thought in your head, this is the worst case scenario. You know, if this happens, oh my gosh, my life is going to fall apart. Okay. If it happens, what are you going to do? Right. Right. And then now you have a plan. So that scenario isn't as scary. (laughs) Yeah. It feels a lot smaller after you like think about it step-by-step. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So with money kind of being a scary topic and a lot of people are like super hesitant to discuss it, especially with a stranger, because mm-hmm. when you start working with somebody, essentially they're strangers. Right. Um, how did it feel during the process of deciding that you needed support? Um, that was difficult for me. I have a hard time asking for help. And um, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but one of my biggest things was being honest about my money. Um, which is one of the things that put me in the most debt is like, I would have my friends ask me to go out to eat and I would not have the money to do it. And I'd be like, yeah, I can do that. Um, so I think just like communicating with people, like, no, I can't really do that right now. Thanks for inviting me. But like, I have bigger priorities with my money right now was a big deal. Um, so yeah, I think that was the hardest part was like talking to someone I didn't know at the time and like trying to be honest with them when I was like barely honest with myself about it. Yes. And you don't even realize you're not being honest with yourself, you know? Yeah. I really didn't. Yeah. So it's like not even self-sabotage really. Cause it's like, you don't mean to. So sometimes you need that person to go, well, let's see if what you're doing. Is that true? Or what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Is that true? How did you feel when you started communicating with people about money? Um, It was kind of scary at first. Like I definitely felt vulnerable. And I think a lot of people in my life were doing the same thing as me. So that was a little bit tricky too. like trying to be honest when I knew other people were not honest with me. Um, And again, like they weren't doing it on purpose. It's just, I think, how we all were at the time. Um, So yeah, it was scary. Yeah. Now after it was done, how did it feel? uh like relief um like I felt more responsible with myself and like I was actually advocating for myself oh I love that well that's like a big topic I think a lot of times people will come to work with me and they don't realize how much they don't necessarily trust themselves 
mm-hmm. you know, and then you start to do things like that, advocating for yourself, doing things that want to get you to your goals. And then you start going, oh, like I am able to do this, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's not that you weren't able to do it before. You just, maybe people don't necessarily know how to navigate it at the beginning. Right. Yeah. I think I just needed to like, think about it in a different way. Exactly. Perspective changes are huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So what were your goals at the beginning? Um, my biggest one was to pay off my credit card debt. Mm-hmm. I think that was my largest goal when we were working together. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I remember halfway through, I had already paid off one of my cards while I was also still paying like money to invest in myself. I was still able to pay off like a big chunk of my debt. Did that surprise um, you? Yes. I thought I was going to have to pay for my coaching on my credit card and right. like add to my debt. I, I didn't love think hearing I could, that. Yeah. I didn't think I could pay it off while doing it for sure. Right. So what other goals did you hit? Was there anything else? And it doesn't necessarily have to be like specific. It can also kind of be mental too. Yeah. I think like aside from making payments on things, my biggest goal is really changing how I thought about money. Um, it was always scary to me. I thought I would never have enough. I thought that I was always going to have to like rely on my parents or my partner. Like I was always going to need help with money. Um, And I think I'm a lot more like self-sustaining now with what I have. Um, And like, it's not even that I made more money after working with you. It's just, I knew what to do with what I had and like learned to appreciate what I had also. Yes. Well, taking control of the money that you have. You know, I think it Mm -hmm. goes a long way. I mean, I remember when I was going through my journey, I never believed that I could have more money. Like I never, like in my mind, I was always going to live paycheck to paycheck. You know, it was because I chose to be a hairstylist and I didn't go to college. I was never going to be able to live in the neighborhood I wanted to live in. And I was never going to be able to go on the vacations or drive the car, you know, whatever it is. Cause a lot of times we think of money, we automatically think of like monetary stuff. Um, And I think at the time I was just kind of like, well, that's it. Like that's, this is my life. And it wasn't until I was like, wait a minute, it doesn't have to be my life. I can learn new things. I can make changes. And then that's when all of the things started happening. And I started getting these things that I never thought I could have. And then I started realizing it's not the things that I want. It's like the feeling that the things give me, which is a whole nother like, (laughs) like mindset shift. So it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a wild ride. So with that being said, what part of the process did you not expect? Um, I really didn't think that I would be able to sustain myself off of my income that I did have like at Mm -hmm. the time. Um, I just really thought like, I don't have enough money. That's that. Mm -hmm. Um, so going through like all of the exact numbers with you, seeing my bills, seeing my income, um, really was like eye-opening to me of again I just need to like appreciate what I have and have like a more positive view on it instead of just thinking like like what you said this sucks this is my life um and I didn't realize how many of my like money fears were passed down to me from my family (laughs) um and like half of it didn't even apply to me but I was like had the same fears that like my dad would talk about growing up or something. And I'm like, I'm not even in that situation. Why am I afraid of that? Yes. We forget how much our past like conditions us. Yeah. 
you know, and especially when it comes to money. And then we pass it down to our kids and our clients and, you know, our friends, like, it's just, it can turn into kind of a, 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 not a great cycle. Do you feel like that you're um, talking more about your experience to others? Yeah. Um, I've talked to like all my coworkers about it. I've talked to my friends about it. Um, yes, I have been talking a lot about it. Are you inspiring people at this point? I think so. Um, I mean, to be honest, I'm still like figuring it out on my own. Like after working with you, I went through a period where I was like, oh shit, I have to do this by myself now. Right. Um, Talk to me about that. Yeah. I, um, I'm someone who, well, I think I need a lot of accountability. I know that I can do things by myself, but when I'm like thrown into it, I'm like, oh no, I'm alone. Like I can't do this by myself. And then I was like, oh no, I have all the same tools that Misty like showed me. I just have to like do it. Um, I moved right after we got done together and that was like in a more expensive living situation. And I was like, oh no, I'm not going to be able to pay for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was like, no, I just have to like go back through my spending plan budget for this. Also, I was paying rent before (laughs) and I wasn't making like more money then. So, right. Well, the process that we go through is the same process you're going to have to go through for a lot of different factors Mm -hmm. of your life, right? Like, so the coaching is kind of like, I want to teach you to coach yourself. That's what I always say. Like, I don't want you to need me forever. You know, I want you to be able to go, okay, how did I get at the end of that six months with Misty? I felt great. How did I get there? Because I'm feeling like I did in the past. What can I do to get back to feeling good like that? And that is where you coach yourself because life is going to happen. Shit's going to get expensive. Those old feelings that all that conditioning is going to sneak back in your brain. But the more times that you can like re-coach yourself and kind of get yourself back in that happy place, then the more you're actually going to like not, you're going to like feel those things less and less and less and less and less, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a beautiful thing that makes me so happy. (laughs) So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, oh my God, I can like relate to this so much, what would you say to them? Maybe they're hesitant to um, ask for help um, in one way or another. What, what would you say to them? I mean, I think my biggest advice when it comes to money is just being honest with yourself. Um, that and not being afraid to ask for help. I was like afraid for a long time and I think I could have like prevented a lot of debt and... Um, like I could have helped myself a lot sooner and that's fine that I didn't. Um, but yeah, I think being honest just would have helped me go a long way. And cause when you talk about it with other people, you're opening yourself up to like ideas and advice that you maybe wouldn't have if you just were quiet about it. Right. Well, a different perspective, like we said earlier, now mm-hmm. were you, you were always a vulnerable person, correct? Or is, is that not correct? No, that's pretty true. Yeah. Cause I feel like you, you opened up fairly easily. Yeah. So let's talk to the person. Let's kind of switch. It's still kind of about money, but not really about money. Let's talk about vulnerability for a second, because I like to be vulnerable (laughs) on this podcast. I'm an open book. I like my guests to be open people that are listening that are like, I don't need that. I, I can stay closed off. I just need action steps. Do you agree that, that they can still get where they want to be without the vulnerability? Um, I mean, yes, I think they probably could. I think for me, though, my biggest problem was the mental aspect of it that was like holding me back. Um, 
a lot of my thought process was me just telling myself I couldn't do things. Um, so I, I think they could if that's like not their problem, right? Mm -hmm. um, like if they just needed to know how to make a budget or like plans to market themselves on Instagram or something, they definitely like could learn that as well. Do you feel like that you can market yourself on Instagram without vulnerability? Um, I do. I don't think it's as, as successful. I'm kind of working on that myself right now, too. Um, I feel like I have a hard time showing my true self like all the time. Sometimes I get caught up in like, but I have to do this for the algorithm or whatever. Yes. Oh, my God. Same. Same. Mm -hmm. I, I think social media is tough because it's like you want to show up and the more you show up as yourself, the more people, you know, the right people are attracted to you. But mm -hmm. then you see all the rules. Yeah. You know, but you know, what's funny, the more I ignore the rules and just do what feels good, the more the people show up. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny when you mentioned your fear of success, the first thing I thought about was like Instagram. Um, Cause you start making more followers and you're like, Oh no, more people are going to see this. Like now I have yes. to like, I'm going to be looked at by a lot more people. And like my message is more important now and all of that. And it's like, no, they followed you before. Yep. <laughs> like that they followed a, you for your past content. It's funny that you said that because I had that exact conversation two years ago with one of my coaches um, mm -hmm. because I was worried that if I got a ton of followers, now granted, I was not, get, I still don't get like a ton of followers a week. Like I'm not one of yeah. those people that get hundreds of followers a week by any means. And yeah. even at the time it was even let, like it was, you know, maybe I maybe I'd get one new follower a week, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I would tell her, I would say, um, you know, I'm scared that the trolls are going to come out like as I like get more popular. And she's mm -hmm. like, well, don't worry about that. Like, like you're worrying about something that's not even like a thing yet. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yes. you're right. <laughs> like, I have that same fear every time I post. I'm like, I'm going to get bullied on the Internet. <laughs> yes. Well, it's so interesting because the internet is a wild place. And I, I mean, mm -hmm. even this weekend, there was some things I was seeing that was making me feel insecure on online. And I was like, first of all, I do not know these people. I don't know the people that are saying these things that are making me feel insecure. I've never met me. I'm why am I taking it personal when yeah. they, I, they don't know me? I don't know mm -hmm. them. And it's like, when I like think about that, I ignore it, you know? And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, like it's, that is a me issue, not a them issue. Well, it's depending on what people are saying, it might be a them issue, but, <laughs> um, but it is, it is interesting and yeah, it, the internet's a wild place and putting yourself out there and being vulnerable is scary, mm -hmm. you know, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, having conversations that are more open and are true to you, whether it be with clients or online or with friends or, you know, anybody, um, I think it brings the energy that you're looking for yeah. and it repels the energy that you don't want. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, we want that to repel people, which is weird yeah. to say. You know? <laughs> well, and it's funny too, cause like going back to people being trolls on the internet, um, like I've had posts where I have like 20 people say something really nice about my post. And then there's one person who posts something that's like not even that mean. It's just like not as nice as I wanted it to be. And I'm like, oh, I suck. Yes. <laughs> when like way more people were telling me the opposite. But like, I don't like struggling with wanting every single person ever to like me and like needing to understand that's not a thing that will ever happen. There's always someone who won't like you. 
Right. And it's true. We, we focus on, it's kind of like we were talking about with the money, right? Like focusing on the negative rather than focusing mm-hmm. on the positive. It's so true. I will never forget the first, I did like, um, a class, like it was like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like a gathering for beauty professionals in my area. And it was like the first time I had ever done a gathering and I had brought it, it was about boundaries. And I, I didn't teach it myself. I brought in an actual therapist to teach it. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course I had like all the fears I had all of the, who am I to do this? People are going to think I know more than that. Like all of these like ridiculous fears in my mind. And there was like 30 people that came and everyone was like, this was so great. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. And then I got a message from one girl (laughs) that was like, oh, you know, I actually follow like Brit Steven. I already know all of this stuff. And it bothered me so bad, even though. 29 other people said it was amazing. And, and I think about it now and I'm like, it's ridiculous because the liter- the class was literally called boundaries. Like, don't come if you have, <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's your fault, yeah. but it's like, why we, I focus on that one message, that one, that wasn't even horrible. You know, it was mm-hmm. just like, okay, why well, I don't need yeah. <laughs> like, right. um, and I hate that our brains do that. But again, I think that when we're open about it and we can kind of learn to let it go because we put our worth on it. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, I'm worth it. I'm worthless because they didn't like it, which is not true. You know, like if you have a client come in and they are just like, no, you know, I don't love vivids. I prefer natural. And they go to someone else. That's not you. Right. That's just, they just want to do something different, you know? So I think that we have to kind of you have to let that go a little bit, which is easier said than done for sure. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy too, because I think a lot of the times the negative feedback comes from people who like, don't really know what they're talking about. Like all of the comments I've gotten about like my work that are negative are from people who don't do hair. Right. um, And like, don't know the process it takes. I remember one time I posted like a transition video and it was supposed to be like a subtle video where I was just blending out like a harsh line in someone's hair. And they were like, I don't know why you're posting this. It doesn't take any talent. You must be from a small town. And I was like, whoa, like (laughs) I, I know that this wasn't like a crazy, like 10 hour process, but I still like made this person feel way better. It still took time. Like it's, it's, you wouldn't have been able to do it if you just were like a random person, you know? Right. Exactly. And for anyone listening, like at the end of the day, that commenter is not probably not even in your area, not your client, not you're trying to get people in your chair for somebody that like, oh my God, I hate my harsh line. I just want to like blend it in. That's a great video. So there's always, what is that quote? I love it. Um, Nobody will criticize you. That's nobody doing more than you is going to criticize you or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always people that are just unhappy or like in a different place with their lives that are going to take their time out of their day to criticize somebody that yeah. is putting themselves out there. Well, and the funny thing is like that client left so happy. They were like so pleased with their appointment. And then for some reason, that random person on the internet had me like second guessing if I was even good at my job, which right. is like, like, how did that thought process happen? You know? Did you know the person or was it literally? No, it was just a random person. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm all for deleting and blocking these. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did. 
<laughs> for your mental health anyway. Yeah. Um, Carson, thank you so much for coming and chatting about money, about vulnerability, about the internet. <laughs> yeah, of course. All of the things. Um, I appreciate you so, so, so much mm-hmm. for trusting me through your money journey. And I'm still here to support you, as you know. Um, and I'm excited to see where this journey takes you. Yeah, me too. Thanks for being like in my corner too, right? It's nice to feel like I can still message you and like chat with you about my wins later on after we are like done working together. Please do. (laughs) That's like my favorite thing ever. Did you get Facebook yet? (laughs) No, I will do it. I just like, (laughs) I want to for literally just your group. And then I just keep not making it. I will do it. I promise. It's a horrible place. I wish there was an easier place to have the group, but unfortunately there isn't, but don't, don't let me forget. If you do sign back up, I'll send you the link again. Yeah. I'll be the completely empty profile with like, not even a profile picture. That's okay. That's okay. You can have an alias too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, Carson. Thank you so, so, so much. And yeah, I'll see you in the DMS. Okay. Sounds good. Or maybe on Facebook. Thanks. This was fun. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye. Once again, thank you for listening to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of my listeners more than you know. If you like what you hear, please screenshot this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me, Misty Jane, and the podcast at Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. You can even take it a step further and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Talk with you on the next one.